The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody. This is Ron Miller. I'm glad to be with you again Thursday afternoon, my time. I'm not sure what it is, your time, but it is Thursday here at Miller's Manor. And I am a trainer with Vispero, Freedom Scientific. I'm glad to be with you. I, I want to say, I don't have to say, but I want to say that that musical riff that played below that announcement makes me feel like I should be uh, an animated character. It, it just, yeah. <laughs> um, it's rather cartoon feeling and very fun. So I, I am my animated self today, and I don't mind that except for it's a little different being two-dimensional. Today, we're going to talk about the Microsoft Editor. So uh, once again, we've got a lot of ground to cover, and we shall. I, I want to take a moment, and this probably won't be on the recording, but just for those of you listening live, <clears throat> you may notice that I have to mute every so often. Um, if, you've, if you've ridden along with us the last few weeks, you'll know that I've talked about this allergy, this terrible allergy that's given me a runny nose and a cough and a sort of a continuous weeks-long thing. Well, it's it's step manifestation, and I am sneezing and coughing and blowing my nose, and I don't want to do that over an open mic. So if I have to mute, I will do that, and then I'll be right back with you. So just so you know, let's talk about the Microsoft Editor. <clears throat> the Microsoft Editor contains proofing features uh, for checking spelling and grammar. It also provides readability statistics based on options you choose. And we'll talk about how to choose those off, uh, those options. And the editor is free for use in Microsoft Office apps and as a browser extension for Edge and Chrome. That's a little deeper than we're going to go with this. But we will look at it in a Microsoft Office app. We're going to look at, at it in Word. And the free version enables you to check grammar. <clears throat> Excuse me. I said I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> I did. Uh, it snuck up on me. The free version enables the free version enables you to uh, uh, to check grammar and spelling. And Microsoft 365 subscribers also receive uh, advanced grammar and style options uh, that uh, that address uh, formality, writing a, a formal letter, a, a casual letter, a bit. Um, conciseness and vocabulary. And we're going to look at some of those things. And uh, you can launch the editor from within Word, as we'll be looking at it today. You can launch it uh, either by accessing the Home tab in the ribbon or by pressing the F7 key. So the, you can do this through the ribbon. It's, it's, uh, it's more fiddly. It's much more kludgy. You've got to press Alt and then H. And then uh, three more characters to actually use the uh, hotkey sequence that's available to, to do this from the ribbon, whereas F7 is one keystroke. So if if you want my opinion, I would use F7, okay? You can go the long way around, or you could press Alt plus H, and then you could down arrow into the, into the, uh, into the home controls for the home tab on the ribbon and start pressing control right arrow but again i recommend that you go ahead and use f7 it's much faster it's one keystroke okay you can manage the items that are that are displayed in the editor meaning you can turn things on and things off that it's being checked for and you can do that in settings and there's a whole lot of things you can do um, you can check for grammar according to a particular writing style you can set autocorrect options uh, you can flag repeated words. You can locate settings in the spell check dialog once again or in word options. I'm going to show you how to get there from word options. Okay. So let's look at the kind of things that you can, that you can have um, the Microsoft editor check for. So let me move into a document real quick and then I'll give you speech. Bear with me here. Almost there. 
Let's get speech open also. Or running. <laughs> Let's get speech running. It's already open, right? Okay. Full speech. Launch meeting dash zoom in progress. So let us go. In progress. Hang on. Speech mute. Blindness. Listen to all my keystrokes, right? Um, there we go. My computer is running slowly. Finally, here we go. So I'm in a, a files list. Full speech. And we're going to just open up. I, I brought in some documents. I am just not clever enough to compose stuff on the fly for use with spell checker and grammar checker and things. So uh, we'll start with a, a document that I created for class. <clears throat> I brought in several of these to play with. Um, let's look at just the personal intro. Just because. Okay. Is here we go. We'll opening dash Microsoft Word. Opening dash Word. Discussion post one VISN six hundred two personal introduction dot docs dash word. Discussion post one VISN six hundred two personal introduction dot docs. This is a moderately sized document. I'll let you listen to a piece of it. It's it's written just in block paragraph format. Here we go. Hello all. I have a bachelor's degree in counseling slash psychology from Christian Heritage College, left Paran, now San Diego Christian College, right Paran. I live in Safety Harbor, Florida with my wife, 10-year-old boy and three dogs, one almost 19 years old. I and my family are involved in church. I am a communications hobbyist, licensed, right Paran, period. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You don't need to hear the whole thing. Probably put you to sleep. But that's a little bit of, a, of an introduction. Now, with this Word document open, Let's press Alt and F. Alt F, you do that together. So hold Alt, tap F. Menu, home, home. Alt followed by F, H. Okay, and it puts us in the file menu. And then I'm going to press the letter T. New group, hide or show region button checked. One of three. Leaving menus, general. One of 11. And it's opened the word options dialog. It's a multi-page dialog. I'm going to press the letter P to move us down to proofing. Proofing, three of 11. Yeah, there are 11 different things. It's, this, is, this is where you can come in and customize Word to your heart's content. There's 11 different categories from general all the way to accessibility and a bunch of other stuff. But one of those is proofing. And again, you can use the first letter P to move you there. So I'm going to press tab to navigate to the button for the settings dialog. Okay, so here we go. Proofing, autocorrect options, autocorrect options, dot, 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 button. Alt plus A. No, I'll just add parenthetically as we go past it. If you want to change how Word autocorrects your spelling as you're writing a document, maybe you don't want it to autocorrect at all. There's the button you would press to get in there and make those changes. Let's keep tabbing. When correcting spelling in Microsoft Office programs, ignore words in uppercase checkbox checked. Ignore words that contain numbers checkbox. Che ignore internet and file addresses checked. Flag repeated words checkbox check. Enforce accented uppercase in French checkbox not. Suggest from main dictionary only checkbox not check. Custom dictionaries dot dot dot. French modes combo box. Spanish modes combo box. When correcting spelling and grammar, mark grammar error. Frequently confused. Show readability statistics. Writing style combo box. Settings dot 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 button. Alt plus T. It took us a while to get there. Let's press space on this button. Word options dialog. Alt plus W. So this is the Word Options dialog, and I can now select things according to my preference. How do I want Editor to work? Uh, if I want to use, you know, uh, various things, I can I can do that. So let us go down and look at the various checkboxes, and you'll hear that this is broken into kind of sections. And I'll have Jaws say the current line: grammar and refinements. So we're starting with grammar and refinements. Let's arrow down through here. 
Grammar. Two of two. Oops. Grammar refine. <laughs> Sorry, let's press tab. Options list box. Grammar. One of 174. There's my options list box. So grammar and refinements. As you heard, if I arrow down, I could just select grammar. I forgot that piece was there. My apologies. So just to repeat, when you press space on the settings button, you're going to be in, they're kind of like radio buttons, and you can select whether you will be setting up preferences for grammar and refinement options or just for grammar. And I'm going to let us set up for both, and you'll see why. As you heard, there is 174 different choices here. That is a lot of things to be able to change. And Microsoft has been working to keep up with the times. We'll look at that a little bit. Uh, some of the preferences you can invoke or turn off. So let's let's arrow down through here. Checked two of 174. How I would handle the writing of academic degrees. It's checked right now. Adjective used instead of adverb. Checked. Three of 174. So if I use an adjective instead of an adverb, it would let me know. Adjective used instead of noun. Checked. Four of 174. Adjective used instead of verb. Checked. Five of 174. Adverb instead of adjective. Checked. Six of 174. Now, okay, I shouldn't share this, but I will. I have, I have... Uh, Schoolhouse rock running around in my head now, specifically all the grammar rock songs, right? Unpack our adjectives. Agreement within noun phrases. Checked. Seven of 174. A noun is a person, place, or thing. All that sort of things. Quote, unquote, quote, and quote, confusion. Checked. Eight of 174. Now, let me read that to you, okay? And it's quote, an, A-N, quote, and, A-N-D, confusion so if you struggle with knowing when to say an or and this will flag it for you it's going to look at the context of your text and tell you you're using an when you should use and or vice versa capitalization checked not capitalization of quote march quote and quote may quote checked 10 of 174 capitalization of personal titles checked 11 of 174 comma after conjunction checked Comma after greetings. Checked. Comma before contrast. Checked. Now, I am not going through all of 174. You're starting to worry because we've done quite a few. And that's just a little. If I press page down. Date formatting. Checked. 30 of 174. Press page down again. Incorrect tag question. Checked. 46 of 174. Again. Missing quotation marks. Checked. 62 of 174. That, by the way, can be very important. Missing relativizer or interrogative. Checked. 63. Missing semicolon or period. Checked. Redundant noun phrase. Checked. Unnecessary quantifier. Checked. 90. So, it's a bunch of those. Let me show you the newer things that I encountered at the bottom of this list. Weak verbs. Not checked. 174 of 174. I'm going to arrow up from here. So, just so you know what I'm doing, we're going to be arrowing up from the end of the list toward the top. Remember, I told you this is broken into sections. So you're going to hear um, sort of section titles within this list. And, of course, the titles are, are going to come after the, um, excuse me, and it dawns on me. I can't mute <laughs> because I'm not on the, uh, the screen for our webinar. I will try not to do that to you very often. Just a sec. <clears throat> this is where things are difficult, right? Um, anyway, uh, because we're reading from the bottom to the top, you'll hear those little section headings after we go through those lists. So weak verbs. I want to use strong verbs. It is not checked, though. Let's arrow up, though. Vague or superfluous adverbs. Vague adjectives. Region-specific words. Not checked. So 170. If you want to exclude region-specific words, so the vernacular of, of, of a region. Profanity. Checked. 170 of 174. Okay. Locale-specific words left paren United States right paren. Locale-specific words. Conventional phrasing. Collective nouns. Cliches. Not checked. That's, 160. That, by the way, is cliches. Options list box. Vocabulary. 165. So the options 
Vocabulary is the section we were in. Okay, that's why cliche is regional phrases. So let's keep it going up. Geopolitical references. Options list box. Vague verbs. Not. Vague quantifiers. Unsuitable expressions. Not checked. 160 of 107. Not checked, but I can do that. Superfluous expressions. Avoid first-person references. Options list box. Options list box. Space between sentences. One. Options list box. Punctuation. Unnecessary comma. Check. Oxford comma. Comma with adverbia. Options list. Socioeconomic bias. Not checked. Here's the more, here's the newer thing. So socioeconomic bias. Sexual orientation bias. Racial bias. Gender dash specific language. Gender to pronouns. Gender bias. Ethnic slurs. Cultural bias. Age bias. Not. Options list box. In okay, so there's a number of these. Um, and this is called, this was called inclusiveness. So this is fairly new. Um, it's been discussed, I think, even in some news circles, but Microsoft has, has worked to try and, and add some things which have become either, um, we've discovered they're important or they become hot, uh, hot button issues, those kind of things. And so just so you know, uh, with 174 different things, um, <laughs> you've got a huge, huge range of choices. When you're finished with this, you can locate the OK button and press enter. Let's go find OK. Reset all button. Alt plus R. Now reset all. I've made some changes. I've done some things and I want to put it all back to the way it was out of the box, so to speak. Factory defaults. There's a reset all button. I won't do that right now, but I could. I'll press I could press space on that. OK button. And there's OK. Let's press space. Settings dot 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 button. Alt plus T. Okay. When I press that, it puts me back onto the settings button. And we can go out of here a number of ways. Recheck document button. Alt plus. Now, recheck document. I just pressed tab. So one of the things you will notice as we look through the dialogue in the editor, as you're looking at words, there is there are actually two commands. One is ignore. The other is ignore all. And I'll show you those buttons in a moment. But you know, let us say you are spell checking a document and there are some things that are appearing. Uh, Word insists they are misspellings, but you say, no, they're not. And you, for example, if you're writing a document about using JAWS and you want to indicate that you can press insert plus T to have JAWS read the screen title. Uh, Word isn't going to like insert plus T. It's going to tell you that's a misspelling. So um, <clears throat> you can you can press the ignore button and it will it will ignore it. But there might be a time when you want to have it not ignore. You want it to flag it for some reason. You can go back after you've told uh, Word to ignore an occurrence of a misspelling or what it considers a misspelling, or you could press the ignore all button and it would ignore it all the time. You might need to recheck the document and it will go back and recheck. Um, uh, it will go back and recheck your document and, and stop ignoring the things you've told it to ignore. Okay. So that's what the recheck button will do. Let's press tab. Exceptions for combo box. Discussion post one VIS and 600. Except, ex, exceptions for, and of course, in the combo box right now, this particular open document is selected, but you could use the combo to uh, implement exceptions for other documents. And I'll tab again. Exceptions for, hide spelling errors in this document, only checkbox not checked. Oh. So I could check this and say, look, just don't even show me spelling errors. Let's just check for grammar. Hide grammar errors in this document, only checkbox not checked. Alt plus D. And there's the opposite. I could just do spelling and hide grammar errors in this document only. OK button. And there's my OK button. Let's press space. Print view. Edit. And I'm back into my own document, the uh, little intro. Um, so we have been able to do that. And let us... Let us now look at this document. And actually, I'm going to go open a, a larger document that I have composed. Again, it's a retread from class. So I'll close this with Alt F4. Webinar demo files. Items view multi-discussion. Doc for text analyzer. Doc. 
Out of class activity one, eating a meal. Dot. I'm opening this. Opening dash Microsoft Word. Opening dash Word. It's coming. Out of class activity one, eating a meal. Dot. Docs dash Word. Edit. Okay. This is a larger document. It was for an assignment. Um, in my class, all the students were. Uh, they had to do an activity under blindfold and write their impressions. Well, um, that wasn't a whole lot of a challenge. So our instructor for me, so our instructor instead said, look, you know, as a as a blind person, what I want you to do is take an experience and write about it and share what that's all about. So I I actually opted for eating a meal and I I picked a meal that's a bit of a challenge, at least for me. And uh, it's eating the, going to a Mexican restaurant and getting the big burrito, the one that's as big as my wrist anyways. I don't have really big arms. Um, not a weightlifter. So big around as a soda can, let's say. Uh, stuffed with goodness, but you can't pick it up. You're going to have to eat it with a knife and fork. And it's on an oval-shaped platter. You guys have done that probably. On one side is a mound of fluffy, good Mexican rice. And on the other is a pond of refried beans covered with melty, stretchy cheese. And uh, I just described the the challenges of cutting up and eating that burrito, which is oriented uh, across the plate from top to bottom. <laughs> so you have to cut, you know, it's 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 oriented with its um, end towards me, as opposed to oriented across the plate road. Be easy to cut. Anyway, I described that, and I I grabbed it because it's an easy uh, it's an easy document to to grab and use. Now, as I said earlier, you invoke the Microsoft editor by pressing F7. It'll display the editor. And if your document like this one contains 100 words or more, you'll receive a, an, edits, an editor score. And that's a calculation. Uh, it's a percentage that's given to you. It's based on the number of errors, the types of errors on the length of the document. So it... Uh, Microsoft tries to sort of quantify your your mistakes and give you an idea of how well this document is written versus the grammatical and spelling errors that you've committed. And we'll arrow down and look at that. You can arrow down through this um, card here and read more about this. So let's press F7 and get into this. Ready? Editor. Okay, well, it did say editor. <laughs> we got the bonk bonk noise. We say the current line. Blank. Editor yeah. score. For documents with 100 plus words, we display a score and update it as you go through editor's suggestions. Editor score 96%. Press down arrow key to navigate inside the card. Sorry, I was, I was impatient. <laughs> Let's arrow down. Editor score 91% button. Editor calculates a score based on the number and type of suggestions to be reviewed and document length dot dot 91% button. I started at 96. It's looking at my document and it's beginning to give me a hard time. Editor score 91%. Accept or ignore suggested refinements to increase the score by 9%. So I can accept or ignore suggested refinements and I would get a better score. I suspect what they really mean is if I accept their suggestions, my score will go up. I have found that if I ignore their suggestions, my score stays where it's at. Let's arrow down. Editor score 91% button. Press down arrow key to navigate inside the card. Now it's popped me back to the top. Let's go down. Editor calculates a score. Editor score 91%. Accept or ignore suggested refinements to increase the score. Here we just heard that. Let's arrow down. Editor score 91% button. Okay. Press down arrow key to navigate inside the card. And we've circled around. We've actually circled around twice. So that's the initial scorecard that's there. If I press tab, I can navigate um, the actual editor dialog. So let's do that. And let's look at the items that we will run into. Let's press tab. How formal will this document be? Formal writing selected. Required selection contains three items collapsed. So we talked about this. How formal is this document going to be? Okay. And I can... This is collapsed, and if I press space, formal writing selected one of three dot dot professional writing two of three dot dot. Okay, and you're hearing you heard a piece of this. So formal writing, professional writing. I'll arrow down. Casual writing three of three dot dot. If for some reason it dropped me onto the middle, uh, professional writing. That's what I had chosen. 
thought I had formal. Anyway, let's arrow down. We cannot go any further. Let's arrow up. Professional writing, two of three dot dot. And up one more. Formal writing, selected one of three dot dot. So I did have formal writing selected. I'm going to let that remain selected. I'll press enter. Leaving menus. How formal will this document be? Formal writing selected. Required selection contains three items collapsed. And let's tab. Refinements. Clarity. Four issues. Press space or enter to review items. Button. One of eight. So now it's starting to tell me the errors it's spotted in this uh, formal document. So um, under clarity, it sees four items. Let's press tab. Check for similarity to online sources. Button. Okay, let me let me shift tab. Sorry. Refinements. Clarity. Four issues. Press space or enter to review items. Button. Okay. One of eight. So clarity, there are four items. If I press space, it'll tell me what those are. Let's press down arrow. Conciseness. Six issues. Press space or enter to review items. Button. Two of eight. So I've got con I've got six items that are not concise enough. They are not sufficiently concise. Let's press down arrow. Formality. Two issues. Press space or enter to review items. Punctuation conventions. Two issues. Resume. Five issues. Press space or enter. Vocabulary. Three issues. Press space or enter to review items. And I've pressed down arrow. I'm now at the bottom. Let's go back to the top. Editor score 91% button. Press down arrow key to navigate inside the card. And I just pressed home to, to get back to this. So I'm back at the editor score. There's a button there. Um, I've got that. If I don't want to, to, to do any editing, I can press escape. And that will take me right back to my documents to document. Okay. Um, one of the things that's useful is a, an option called readability statistics. Let's, let's tab to that. How formal will this refinements check for similarity to document statistics button? Okay. Give feedback to Microsoft editor score 91%. Okay, we've wrapped around. So let's go back to document statistics. Give feedback document statistics button. Now this can be useful. You'll hear why um, there's a little bit of a twist you have to do to use it a little bit of a workaround. So let's go ahead and press enter on that button. Microsoft Word dialog. We are calculating the stats for you for very long documents. This might take a few minutes. Do you want to continue? OK button. Yeah, we'll press OK. Edit. Readability statistics dialog counts words 1,299 characters 5. 637 paragraphs 11 sentences 41 averages sentences per paragraph 4.1 words per sentence 31.3 characters per word 4.2 readability flash reading is 56.7 flash dash Kincaid grade level 13.1 passive sentences 26.8% readability statistics are based on your text selection. OK button. All right. So there we go. There is an OK button. Now, if you need to review this, you cannot use the arrow key to read through it. Focus is on the OK button. And the way that Microsoft has built this particular window that pops, like I can press arrow key, I can press tab, nothing works. So what we will do is virtualize this window. If you've not virtualized a window before, it's very easy. JAWS will attempt to get the content of this screen and put it into a results viewer. and. Uh, I'll show you how to do that right now. You're going to press insert plus alt plus W. Insert alt W. Virtualizing current window. Readability statistics dialog. And it's done. So I now have in front of me, both with speech and using Braille, the text that uh, you just heard. I'm at the top of the page. Readability statistics dialog. And we can now arrow down step by step. OK button. Counts. There's counts. Words. Words. 1,299. Okay. That's a fair amount of words. Characters. 5,637. Paragraphs. 11. Sentences. 41. And I won't go through all of this, but if you need to get information about your document, um, if you're writing for school or a professional paper or anything where you've got to sort of get, uh, you have to find out the information about this document, this is the place to do it. Okay. And after you've virtualized it, you can read up and down. You can treat this like any other document. You can select any part or all of it, copy it, and paste it somewhere else if you want. When you're done, just press Escape. OK button. I'm back on the OK button. I'll press Space here. Edit. And Edit.
I never realized that the uh, Evan voice says edit in a sort of strange way, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so if your document has 100 words or more, you're going to get the score and the scorecard and all that comes with it. If your document is small and there's less than uh, 100 words, then when you check your document, it'll just begin the um, the spell check and grammar check process. You're not going to actually get um, the scorecard and stuff because the document's too small. It's too short to, I assume, get a meaningful result of percentages. So let's check this out. Now we are back on. After our discussion about activities. I'm back in my document. So let's actually check this out. I'm going to press F7 again. Document statistics button. There's my document statistics. Let's wrap around to my score. Give feedback to Microsoft. Tell us what you think about the editor button. One is one. I tabbed once. Let's tab again. Editor score 91% button. Press down arrow key to navigate inside the card. Now you notice when I first pressed F7 more than once to get into the spell and grammar checker, uh, what will happen, what has happened is I am put right at the top of the scorecard. Once I opened document statistics, uh, I closed it. I, I pressed OK and I went back to my documents. But as soon as I did that, once I opened this, this subsection, when I pressed F7, I didn't come back to the scorecard. I was actually taken back to the document statistics button. And that, that holds true with particular tool. So once I open up the actual checker, uh, when I when I leave it and I'm back in my the body of my document and I'm editing or doing whatever, okay, I've, I've done my spell check. It says it's all good, as good as it gets. If I press F7 again, I will be brought back to the spell checker. It, it remains there waiting for me. If I want to be able to start fresh, starting at the scorecard here, I actually have to close the document and then restart it. And that puts me back here. Editor score 91% button. Okay. So that's just something to note. Because for me, for a while, it was frustrating to, to say, why can't I get back to the scorecard? <laughs> well, you can't. You have to, you have to close uh, the editor. And there's not a, a, a way to do that easily other than by closing the document. Okay. So just so you know, um, it's, it's just the way it works. Okay. So let us press space on the button. Give feedback to Microsoft. Tell us what you think about the editor button. One is one. Clarity colon saying who or what did the action would be clearer. Style refinement be considered due to the initial comments regarding knife handling and blindness. I almost wrote this. I'll stop this for a minute. So when you actually go into the checker, it will find the first either grammatical or spelling error that it has. And what happens is uh, JAWS will read the sentence, including the error. And you'll hear the first suggestion if there is one. Now, I stopped it from reading because it's it's kind of a long sentence. Let me, I'll shift tab and come back to it. Next issue, clarity colon saying who or what did the action would be clearer. Style refinement be considered due to the initial comments regarding knife handling and blindness. I almost wrote this post about rinsing one's dishes and loading the dishwasher, but thought that would be considered far easy since we were covering that ground in class. One of two. Okay. So... It talks about conciseness, conciseness, and that's the file. <laughs> Let's say this again. It talks about conciseness, and this is the style refinement that it's 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 highlighting. So when I'm doing a check, I can press tab to navigate through this dialog, okay, and it's that's pretty straightforward, right? So let us let us press tab one time. Button. Two of two. Now this button is not being identified. I'm running Windows 11. In Windows 10, this button was actually identified. JAWS could figure out what it was. Um, what this button is, is uh, for Windows to say the sentence out loud. Now, JAWS does that for us anyways. Um, but if if uh, somebody wanted to hear this and hear what their sentence sounded like, they could click on this button and they would hear their sentence read out loud. I'm not going to do that, though. Okay. So I can continue to tab in this piece of the dialogue. I'm not trying to muddy the waters, but you can also press down arrow. 
doesn't take you all the way around the dialogue, but you you can do that to get to the suggestions. I'm going to stick with kind of what we know and what we're used to for the interface and press tab. Other actions. Ignore one's button. One of two. Okay. Other actions. Now, did you notice? Let me shift tab. Clarity colon saying who or what did the action would be clearer. Button. Two of two. So we get the definition saying who or what did the action would be clearer. There's the button to read the sentence. But if I tab. Other actions. Ignore one's button. One of two. I don't actually get a suggestion. <laughs> it tells me I could have a more concise sentence, but it doesn't tell me what that is. And that's going to happen sometimes. So we're going to just press space on the ignore once button. If I tab again, stop checking for this button. Two of two. I can tell it to stop checking for this button. So don't check for that again. Let's tab. Show learning tips button. Oh, we can show learning tips. I don't do that very often. Other actions. Options button. One of one. Options. Again, I won't go in there. Back button. And let's shift tab back to ignore. Other action. Show learning. Other action. Ignore once button. One of two. Ignore once. So let's press space. Punctuation conventions colon a comma before quote and quote or quote or quote could make this clearer. Style refinement. Dog. A goal, which I was taught as a young child is to absolutely keep one's fingers out of one's food, unless it is acceptable to pick the food item up, as one would do with a sandwich, hot dog or the aforementioned hamburger. One of two. So it doesn't like the fact that I didn't put a comma after the or. Let's tab. Button. Two of two. There's my button to read this out loud. Suggestions to choose from. Dog. Split button. One of one. So I've got dog, comma. And then I assume we're going to the word or. <laughs> so finally we get to a correction. If I wish to use this correction, all I have to do is press uh, enter on it, and it would be accepted. But you notice there's a split button. Okay. And a split button, when I get to it, um, is a, it's a button. Visually, it's a button that's it's got a line drawn across it. If I press enter, the top half of the button is activated. If I press alt down arrow, uh, I get a menu with some choices. Okay. So I can press enter and just activate the split button and, and take the dog comma or let's press the alt down arrow and see what the split button gives me read aloud one of two my options are to read aloud spell out two to, of two or to spell it out and again that's kind of doing the job that we're getting jaws to do for us uh word would use synthetic speech and either read the word out loud or to spell it out loud now read aloud i can't one press of two. pressing tab doesn't get you out of this spell out two of two a little mini dialogue sort of let's press escape Leaving menus, suggestions to choose from, dog, split button. One of one. Up to dog, comma, and press space. Uh, sorry, press enter here. Resume colon specific numbers or examples add impact to a resume. Style refinement. Some, one may hear often about the use of the left quote clock method right quote of explaining location of food items on a plate, which can work well in some circumstances. One of two. So, isn't totally happy with my use of some <laughs> um i'll press tab <clears throat> excuse me i'll press tab to it button two of two other actions ignore one's button one of two and that's all i've got it's not giving me an alternative for using the word some so you get the idea we're not going to go through this entire document and um and change it okay um when your spelling and grammar check is complete word will show you a message that says it's complete, and you'll be focused on the OK button. So you can press Enter or Space to activate that button, and you'll be returned to your document. If I want to exit the uh, spelling and grammar check before we're complete, just like now, all I have to do is press Escape. So I'll do that. Edit. Okay. So we're back into my document. Okay. So, let me make sure. Yes, here we are. Yes, yeah, some some circumstances. <clears throat> so that is the the basics for how to look at the the grammar, <laughs> the spell checker and grammar checker. Um, we've been going at this for a while. Any questions? Hopefully, it is not. <laughs> I haven't put everybody to sleep. Well, when you're ready for raised hands, you have them. Absolutely, let's do okay. it. Okay. All right, Agnes, you're up. Okay. Unmute. 
All right. Where did you say, what did you say we had to put in the virtual viewer when going through those options? Ah, okay. When you're looking at the document statistics, like now that we've opened up the spell checker, I can't get back to it without turning right. my document off. Right. Um, but when you first push F7, you, you want to mm -hmm. get kind of the, the, all the, 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 the lowdown on the, how your document looks, word sentences, number of all that stuff. You're going to tab over to, to that statistics button and press mm -hmm. enter. And JAWS will read it when the screen pops up, blah, 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 right? But then you're going to press Insert Alt W if you want to virtualize it so you can read through it, grab stuff off of it, okay? Because focus okay. will be stuck very firmly on the OK button. <laughs> you can't get Thank away you. from it. Sure, you're very welcome. Anybody else? Um, not right now, and nobody in Clubhouse either. So come on, everybody. Well, it's okay. We've got more to cover if you guys want to. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we talked about this. Let me just tell you what I've told you. Uh, I said earlier that if you've ignored spelling or grammar suggestions, you said, hey, just ignore it, just like we did with that uh, conciseness thing that it, uh, it, it gigged me on. Uh, if I want to run a check again, we can go back into settings like I showed you and you've got the, the recheck. And this one only checks misspelled words or grammar errors that I chose to ignore the last time. Okay, remember we talked about that. And to do this, you're going to press Alt-F and then T again to open the word options. And we're going to press P to select proofing. That's the proofing category. And we're going to locate, there's a button that says recheck document. And you can press tab or shift tab to get to it. And then you'd press space on it. That'll activate it and it will let it, um, it'll let it run. Now, just so you know, if you've opened up the proofing options dialog, so right, um, alt F, T, P for proofing, you can activate this by pressing alt K, alt plus K. That'll activate it from anywhere within the proofing options dialog. Okay. So there's a, a shortcut way to do it. And um, a little uh, a dialogue will pop that explains what this feature does. You're going to press the space bar on the yes button. It asks you if you want to do this. Um, or you can you can press tab to activate it as, a, as the recheck document. Okay. And if you don't want to do it, press no <laughs> or alt n, alt n and get out of there. So that's how you can recheck a document. So let's look at something that I use a lot. Now I use, I press F7 and I use this a lot, but one of the neat things you can do, there's actually several other alternatives. If you don't want to go through the entire spelling and grammar checker, because you don't want to check your grammar, you want to be unconcise or in, inconcise, unconcise, whatever the term properly is. See, I just use an, I just used an, an adverb instead of an adjective probably or something, whatever the proper term may be, <laughs> um, you can use quick nav keys, JAWS quick nav keys to move through spelling errors. Okay, these are JAWS commands. They're very handy. So if I have a Word document open like I do now, I'm going to go to the top of the document by pressing Control Home. Top of file. After our discussion about activities under blind. Yeah, yeah. We've heard this already, right? All I have to do is press insert Z to turn on the quick nav keys in Word. Insert Z like Zulu. Quick keys on. And then I can press the letter M and I'll navigate forward through the misspelled words in this document. So let's press M. I don't think there's a whole lot of them. I'm all grammar conscious now. I don't think there are many of them in this document. Let's press M. After our discussion about activities under blindfold during our introductory class together, I have really been pondering on what to discuss. Okay. What word are we looking at? After. I don't think after is misspelled. Let's press M again. After our discussion. Of so I have no misspelling. So let me open up a, 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 a document I created just full of misspelled words. Hang on just a moment for me. Please wait. Out of class activity one eating a meal dot. So we get out of there. We'll go to the short St. Pete short spell check document dot ducks 28 of 34. The short spell check document. And I'll, I'll show you a couple of things. Let's press enter for this. Opening dash Microsoft Word. Opening dash Word. 
short spell check document dot docs dash word print view. Okay. And you heard buzz. There's already misspelled words here. I, I built this document with just a few sentences in it, just with some misspellings. Let's go to the top of the document. Oh, I'm there already, top of file. Remember I said if a document contains less than 100 words, you don't get the scorecard? So if I press F7. Editor. Misspelled, misspelled, M-I-S-P-E-L-T, a few misspelled words. One of two. So you just hear it, misspelled, and then it spelled it for me, M-I-S-P-E-L-T. It's missing an S. And then it gives me misspelled, my first option. Uh, I could press tab here. Button. Two of two. To read the sentence and then tab. Suggestions to choose from. Misspelled. M-I-S-S-P-E-L-L-E-D. So that works. Do you see how, how much simpler the uh, grammar and spell checker kind of starting it is because there's less than 100 words here, so it doesn't calculate score. But let's press escape. Let me continue to show you how to use the hotkeys. I'll press escape. Short spell check document dot docs dash word. Okay. Top of file. Go back to the top of the file. Remember, we had to press insert Z Zulu. The ability to toggle quick navigation on and off is only available in an open document. Well, I do have an open document. <laughs> edit. Okay, edit. There's a D in that word. Anyways, insert Z. Quick keys on. There we go. Let's press M. Misspelled. M I S P E L T. Clipboard editor. Opening new window. MSN-Microsoft Edge. MSN. Okay, I did not expect it to launch the clipboard editor. I'm not sure why that is. One of you guys will have to tell me why. Loading complete. Okay, stop. But it, we've had a flawless presentation until now. And of course it's not. So let's, let's press Alt-Tab. Short spell check document dot. And get back to my document. All right. And I'll press Insert Z. Quick, he's on. Thank you. Um, misspelt is still highlighted. I can see it on the Braille display here. Uh, let's press M again. Dower, D-A-E-R, blank, editor score. For documents with 100 dash plus words, we display a score in... Oh, you're killing me here. I don't know what the deal is. Well, short spell check document dot docs. So I'm having to miss, I'm having to dismiss these notifications that are popping, but I think you get the idea. If I press... Insert Z to turn on quick nav keys. I can use the letter M to step through the document and focus will be placed on a misspelled document. Now the sentence was, I dare not, etc. And I wrote it D-A-E-R. Once focus is on a misspelled word, you can press the application key or shift F10. Menu. You heard menu and then arrow down. Dare, similar to colon torrent, venture. Challenge split button. One of two. So the word is dare. Dare comma. Similar to colon taunt comma. Okay. Venture comma. Now, I could press insert number pad five and have it spell it for me. I'm looking at it in Braille. If I arrow down again. Dear. Similar to colon beloved. Expensive. Darling split button. Two of two. So I've got dare or dear. Those are my two choices. Arrow down again. Group. Add to dictionary. One of three. Now, I could add it to dictionary. If this is a word that actually I would be using, uh, I could use this particular option. Let's arrow down again. Ignore all. Two of three. G. And my good friend, ignore all. Let's arrow down one more time. See more. Three of three. See more. There's some more options. Sometimes there are no more options, even though it's choices there. Let's arrow down. Dare. Similar to colon taunt. And I'm back to dare. Similar, a col similar to taunt. Let's press escape. I'm not going to take action on this. Menu, group, spelling submenu, leaving menus, short spell check doc. There we go. So that's one way to step through your misspelled words. By the way, once you've pressed insert plus Z and you're pressing M to move through your file, misspelling by misspelling, you can press shift M instead of M to move backwards through the, through the file. Okay. Another useful thing you can do is you can move, you can create a list uh, of misspelled words. So if you want to see a, a list of spelling errors in a document, you will press from, of course, within the open document, you'll press Alt Shift L. Think of list misspelled doc misspelled words. Alt Shift L. Please wait processing five items. 
Spelling errors dialog. List one list view. Let three of five. So we have a list. I spelled let L E T T. Now the focus in the list is close to where I am in the document. I'm, I'm down a few lines just before the word let L E T T, which of course should be let. Let's press the home key. Misspelled. One of five. So now we're at the top of the list. Misspelt. I'll arrow down. Dower. Two of five. D A E R. Let. Three Hi. of five. Yes, ma'am. Can I interrupt a second? I'm sorry. You're doing of this. It's so good. I'm getting into it. Okay. <laughs> you do have a hand up and you have 10 minutes. Excellent. I do see the time and I appreciate the heads up on the hand. I'll be right to it. So okay. let's take. Thank you. Let's take. Corrected. Four. Corrected. C O R E C T E D. When you find a word on the list of misspelled words that you want to deal with, you simply press enter. Corrected. C-O-R-E-C-T-E-D. Edit. And focus is taken to the misspelled word. And once again, I won't go through the motions, but you can press the application key or shift F10 and arrow down through the list of options and press enter on the one you want. Okay, who's got their hands raised? Hand raised. Hey, David. Go ahead. Uh... Yes, hello. Thank you for that. You might have just answered the question I was about to ask, but I'll ask it anyways. And that is, uh, in the editor, uh, you know, when you opened it, you get the score. Mm-hmm. A little while ago, a few months ago, you be, you were able to tab, and then you could up arrow, down arrow to, like, spelling, and it would tell you how many are wrong, uh, grammar, how many are wrong. And if you hit enter on spelling, then it would just uh, only read you the, you could only review the spelling errors. And I like right. a lot of people like that. They don't want to deal with the grammar refinements. Does anything like that totally exist good. anymore? Or is this oh. really the way to do it that you're doing right now? Oh, no, that was there. When when we first looked at the scorecard, we arrowed down and it said, you know, uh, conciseness, six, this and that and the other thing. And uh, I didn't whack enter on any of those because we just we only have so much time. <laughs> oh, you down arrowed because I used to tab and I could find those. Don't find mm-hmm. them anymore. So, uh, yeah, arrow down through the scorecard is okay. how I located them. Now, if you've shifted from Windows 10 to Windows 11, a, a lot of little things have been changed. They they haven't really rebuilt the house. They've sort of moved the furniture a little bit around. <laughs> okay, I, I'm Windows 11. So is yeah. what you just said is Windows 11 or that's Windows 10? This is Windows 11. Know. No, no. Okay. What, what, what I described is in Windows 11. Okay. And I found, um, I was working on another webinar today, a podcast, actually, last couple of days. And I found that um, I had to kind of rework how we did things because um, there was enough significant changes between Windows 10 and 11. I couldn't use the same uh, material for both pod or for, for a single podcast. So yeah, you will well, see some changes. You can arrow down as, and you should hit it. Okay. Just as a parenthetical, um, one thing that drives me a little bit crazy about it, it seems like they're changing it every two months. And like <laughs> yes. I'm an instructor. So half the time I'll train it. In fact, I was actually training somebody today. And it wasn't working like it worked a few months ago. And I finally figured out why. But that doesn't mean it's going to be the same two months from now. They just, they constantly change. It drives you a little bit crazy. No, you're right. I'm, I'm doing my practicum for, for my caddis. And I've, I've got students. And I'll take them to, to something. I know, I know how this works. And it doesn't quite work the same. Um, yeah. iOS has done that to me in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so Okay, well, I will try down arrowing and see what happens. But then also what you're doing here with the applications key or the uh, list. That was, I'm sorry, that was... What was the keystroke that you just did to get that list? To generate that list, it is uh, it is Alt-Shift-L. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Sure, you're welcome. If you want to list grammatical errors in the list, there's a JAWS command for that. It's Insert-Shift-G, just since we're on the topic here. Insert-Shift-G. Please wait processing one items. Grammatical errors dialog. List one. A few misspelled words. One of one. We only have one grammatical error, so we won't go any deeper. But again, that's insert shift G to show a list of grammatical errors in the document. Do we have any more hands? Yes, you do. Okay, Okay. Chanel, go ahead. Hello. So one thing I learned, um, and it's very similar. Well, anyway, command, I mean, see, uh, sorry, alt semicolon will take you to your next spelling error or grammatical. Yeah, 
Alt yeah, I that's Very it's good. on the Mac. It's command semicolon. And then one day I heard from Brian Harchin that you could basically do the same thing in Windows. So alt semicolon. There is a guy who knows his stuff. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was, you know, we I use that on Mac. What it does is it gets you to one error at a time and it, it reads the sentence and it reads, you know, the word and it it's really great. Yeah. Oh no, that is really cool. Um, and again, what is the command? Alt semicolon. Alt semicolon. No, that is neat. Um, and you're not generating a list and you don't have to turn on the quick nav key. So that's, that's a right. nice run around doing other keystrokes. Mm-hmm. That's a great tip. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Anybody I do else? have another hand. All righty. Go ahead, Myrna. Okay. Okay, there she goes. Okay, now can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. I think that what Brian was saying, because it was the jaws muscles training, I was looking at it the other day. Mm -hmm. You can't do alt semicolon unless you're running Lisi. Oh, got to be running Lisi. That's a good plug for (laughs) Lisi. I love Lisi. No, I think I'm pretty sure, Chanel, that you have to have the other thing I was thinking about. You got to make sure if you're going to do grammar, because when you did dog, you know, in the comma there, if you you were looking at a Braille display, if you don't have punctuation, you're never going to hear that comma. So force it, but it reads it in kind of a kludgy way, because when you you do spell spell current word, it actually reads the whole phrase that's sitting in the dialogue there. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to have. And the other thing I was playing with, because mine came in with and it's a document that I didn't even write. It's a it's a manual. It's a device manual. Mm -hmm. And it started to say, you know, spell check. And it was actually the name of the device that it didn't like. (laughs) Um, No, it's funny. So so um, but I wanted to get where you were. If if you up arrow, there's a back button. And if you enter on the back button, then it, you're at this at the um, part where it says how many, you know, seven. Oh, it'll pull you back to the scorecard. Yes. Ah. Yeah. I've been peeing. Uh, you, and I should have. I should have checked it, and I didn't. I just. Well, I didn't do it. I just said, eh, "What happens if I hit the up arrow?" And just that's you a know. great idea. And it wasn't in my notes from. No, it says, it, and there's a back try, and there's a. It won't say the you know the scorecard, but it says back. And if you yeah, enter on back now, you're going to be back to the score. See, I'm in the wrong document to do that. I will play with it. We've only got about play three with minutes, it. but I will play with it. And play with it. That's awesome, Myrna. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Ron. All right. Hey, we'll Ron, you have, you. I'm yep. sorry. Go you ahead. have another hand and you have about a little over two minutes. Yeah, we got time I, for one more probably. One, right. And I do not see Brad having his hand up in clawbacks. Okay, okay. Okay, go ahead, Penny. Oops. Okay. All right. There you are. Wait a minute. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. You can hear me. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. My question. Hey, Ron. This is um my question is real quick. I I use um spell check the F seven to get into spell check. But what frustrates me is when I'm typing and I have proper names in the document and I know that the names are spelled correctly, mm-hmm. but it keeps tagging me. And then I'll tell it to add it to the dictionary and it won't add it or, <laughs> and, or if I tell it to ignore it, then it mm-hmm. come back later and it comes up again or ignore all. What can mm-hmm. I do about proper names? There is a checkbox. Remember we went, we did alt F T and tabbed over to settings. Uh-huh. Alt F. Okay. Okay. And then followed by the letter T. And it's, it's it's the real Alt F, not Alt and then F. Okay. Hold Alt, tap F. And uh-huh. then T to get into options. Tab okay. over to settings, the settings button. Okay. Press enter. And then you're going to have to tab one time to get into this list of 174 different things you can turn on and off. Uh, okay. Wait through uh, that. See if there's a checkbox that would help you. Okay. Because I missed. I missed that little piece when I was coming in. The other thing is, when is Jaws 2024 coming out? Oh, that would be telling, wouldn't it? It's coming out soon. I'm not Uh the product manager, but I used to be one, and I know that those dates can slide around a little bit. But, of course, we anticipate, you know, toward the end of October. Okay. Ryan Ryan Jones is the man with the plan, though. Hey, I need to go. They're they're going to make us go either way. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) 
If anybody wants to fire me off a note, as always, remember, it's R. Miller, R-M-I-L-L-E-R, at Vispero, V-I-S-P-E-R-O dot com. R. Miller at Vispero dot com. And I will probably see everybody next week.